viewers are very welcome back to Limelight, one of DCFM's very own flagship radio and podcast stations. I'm your host, Trudy Finan, and this week I had the pleasure of chatting to Katie Brill and Rory Kelly, who are among the faces behind the brilliance of Junk Chore. Junk Couture is a national competition that challenges second level students to create high-end wearable fashion from everyday rubbish. Set up by entrepreneurs Elizabeth O'Donnell and Troy Armour in 2010, it promotes creativity and innovation, while fueling the conversation around sustainability, environmentalism and circularity. The golden rule is that all material used must be 100% recycled. 2020 marked the initiative's 10th year anniversary and its first year not to host the Junk Couture Grand Final Live. However, the innovative team has worked extremely hard behind the scenes to digitise a stellar event which airs this Thursday, the 4th of February, at 7pm on RT2. Ahead of the eagerly awaited grand final, we chatted about Junk Tour going digital, its exciting three-year global rollout and its contribution to conversations around sustainability. We have two women from the Midlands and then a Nordy, so we're alright. <laughs> You're outnumbered here. <laughs> <laughs> what made you, as a junk jar production team, want to pull through and ensure that the grand final would go ahead and that you wouldn't cancel the show and kind of pull the plug on it? First of all, I think like we had a duty to all the students that took part. We were very fortunate, I suppose, to get through our regional show before there was any real talk of uh, COVID-19 or anything. So by that point, like we already had 80 finalists selected. We had our wild card selection all done. And as a team, we kind of sat down and said to ourselves, how do we ensure the longevity of Junkature here? Because the last thing we would have wanted would be for Junkature to, I suppose, to disappear in the midst of COVID-19. Like, and what we eventually got to then was a point, right, well, to ensure that our students from 2020, our 10th year, get a chance to showcase their, their brilliant designs. We decided to, you know, go virtual with it and engage one of our main partners for the year, which were RTE. Would that be kind of your same opinion, Katie? Absolutely. As you know, I think for every 20 steps we took forward, Trudy, I think we had a million steps back. And we as a team were equally as disheartened and disappointed when, you know, the global pandemic hit us. And as Rory said, we were felt extremely lucky to have had the regional finals in the end of February and March for then our grand final to be cancelled. And all that went through our head was, oh, God, you know, the whole forepoint of everything we do is the students and the schools and that they don't have this platform to now showcase the hours and hours and months and months of hard work and their creative talents that went into creating their couture designs. As Rory mentioned, 2020 has just been a total liberator for us to develop the company into what it can become. And now what's what we've done is taken a step back and really doing what we ask students to do and that's being creative and innovative with their thought process to re-strategize to use your imagination and for us it was that scary moment of how do you just keep that momentum going that excitement going and we just worry worry we were totally flipped on our heads and thought well, what are we going to do and that's it we had to become the students and get creative and innovative the students and the teachers we've just said you know John Couture has managed to create something and build that excitement again taking us out of the gloom of COVID-19 really that's all that matters to us and that's what we're really excited with. I think on that point too like initially there was there was a lot of apprehension in our team about Will we go digital? Will we take a show to a point where we film a grand final in five locations? Or do we try to do it at home? Or, you know, there was a lot of apprehension from our side to say, right, well, what's actually going to work? But thankfully, like what we've built with Junkature over the past 10 years is this real community. And 
what we found is that people are getting behind all of these ideas and you know people are just hungry to you know keep taking part and keep the keep the dream alive as such like and i suppose that's something that has really encouraged us now as well for for an international rollout beginning in january 2021 mm. and we'll touch on the um global plan as well but just in terms of the show and it being virtual what does like being virtual involve like what extra steps did you have to take this year and what did you have to consider this year as a junk shore team that you never had to consider even thought or imagined you had to consider filming <laughs> <laughs> but like for, for the first time like we're, we're going to be broadcast as you mentioned um on our national broadcaster rte um, for us, like taking it out of the three arena, it, it removes that live element because, mm-hmm. you know, on a three arena stage, the the participants and designers, like and models, they have they have a minute to perform on a stage that you know some of the biggest names in world music have performed on. But whenever you take that out of it, and you have to look at right, how how do we make it as attractive? How do we make it as unique? And how do we make it as special as possible? There was a lot of things to consider and you know one of the things that we did try to do was utilize some of the amazing spaces around ireland um you know splitting it into regions obviously with covid restrictions in terms of social distancing and having so many people in one place at the one time we decided to go and find rooms of character around ireland but what we did then was build out from that and say right well how can we make this look like it would be something you would see say at london fashion week or milan fashion week or paris fashion week and say that wouldn't look out of place there and i think that's what we've we we've really you know taken taken our ideas and that's one and i think we're going to continue to build on that so exciting and it's just there's a lot of work that's gone into it creating something just so special and what we've seen so far Rory, i think we can both agree i think the audience and the viewers are in store for a fantastic broadcast um i'll be watching with my popcorn i can't wait <laughs> i'll be working on the side but um no i'm absolutely delighted and i think it just comes back to once again the students they have a place to show their creative talents and that's what it's all about they now have something as equally as exciting as three arena mm. as, as anybody that knows junkature what will be able to testify is that the sheer brilliance and innovation and creativity you wouldn't get it anywhere else like and that's something that we have uh on mass but that's something that we want to be able to show and be able to use going forward as well whenever we take whenever we take further steps yeah when i entered it in 2017 i was in ty and i just remember like the whole buzz and the ambience of the audience you know knowing that your school friends and supporters are in the audience do you think like that lack of audience this year might like affect the participants or do you think it might work in their favor or what do you think might work with that one truly that was something that we always had in mind i think um but for us how we see it is by going digital and having on our national broadcaster it's opening it up to more eyes and now there's not a lack of tickets you know everyone gets a ticket as such and we are providing this lifetime experience something that these students will carry for the rest of their lives we were on our national broadcaster all my family up and down the country it doesn't matter if you're in london milan paris no matter where you are in the world everyone will get access to seeing their creative talents and what they've worked on for the last couple of years uh, I, I would totally agree with katie in terms of like the fact that it is a once in a lifetime experience is something that's going to stand out to these uh these mm. people but hope hopefully inspire them further then to actually say well you know what like i'm comfortable on that stage i'm comfortable in front of that camera maybe there's a career for that yeah. only like and you know that's uh, that that's the beauty of it all you're kind of empowering them to think about what what they want to do off the back of junkature and inspire them to believe that they can go and do it yeah like the opportunities are limitless when you consider how limitless 
digital is like there's no ends to the type of people or the exposure you can get as well like as you alluded to as well truly like the opportunities now are limitless mm. because you don't know as katie said you don't know who's going to be seeing this and like with our plan as well taking it to new countries we're going to be using this it's for the first time anyway and in, in my opinion i'm looking at it saying this is something that's really polished and this is something that's really strong but this is something that could really really take off internationally mm. and like that's the plan with it as well yeah um and even just to move on to your three-year plan can you just tell me a bit about it in general i know for 2021 you're digital again and you're kind of diversifying into new countries so do you want to speak a bit about yeah. that yeah, so in January 2021, we are going to be launching a Junkature program in Milan, Paris, New York, London and Abu Dhabi. The plan is to run a digital competition, which will launch in January um, with finals in, in the summer of 2021, with then culminating in a world final for the first time ever. It will allow us an insight to see how the competition will function in these new territories. Um, that, that's, that's the beauty of digital too, is that like, you remove all the outlays of what a live show um, would entail you know but mm. what we can also do with that is really then pull in um pull in international partners we can pull in international sponsors but then in the planning for 2022 is sort with international venues like global esteemed places like name dropping ones like madison square garden or mm. wembley arena or things like that you know these are these are all things that we can look at and say right well whenever we do hopefully return to live events in 2022 then that we do have six shows that are good to go in 2022, followed by another six, which would be digital competitions in 2022, added to the live calendar then for 2023. Like, so there's lots of exciting things happening. I know that Katie has quite a strong hold as well in terms of like social media and like internationally what we're going to be doing. And, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's another part that Katie will be able to run through with you as well on, uh, as a campaign called Find Your Space, which is something that we're going to look at on an international basis and we do see this as being something that's going to really take us to the next level. Yeah, definitely. I think the beauty of what we've done here in Ireland as well, Trudy, is that we've learned so much, like Roy said, London, Milan, Paris, New York, Dubai and Dublin. And then we're going to fully transition back to live shows by 2022. And we're going to be adding Tokyo, Auckland, Cape Town, Singapore, Sao Paulo and uh, Sydney as well, our Find Your Space campaign. But it's really just emphasising what Junkature is all about and why we want to take it to a global audience. And that's simply because Junkature provides this community and the space for students between the ages of 12 to 18 years of age to really find their space, to find their community, to find their tribe where they belong and where they can engage with like-minded creative individuals. We tell the story of Maxima Sullivan, who uh, was the winner in 2019. And what we want to do is we want to tell more creative students' stories, how they found their space through John Couture. You know, we proved that the market gap existed, that for a a non-competitive um, platform like Junkature, it's wanted and it's needed all over the world. And I think on a personal level, I always like to speak about it because like you, Trudy, I competed as well, but back in 2012. And, you know, for me, I was always that friend that was left behind while all the girls went off to the hockey matches at the GA games and they all came back speaking about the fun they had. And, you know, I took part in Junkature and I haven't left it since. And <laughs> That I found my space within Junkature. I'm a creative person. I haven't let go. And when I met Maxime and heard his story, 
that's where we decided on find your space because we realize it's not just one or two students it's a hell of a lot of students that want a creative platform to express themselves creatively and we firmly believe that we want to enrich and empower the lives of a billion young people through creativity and sustainability and i think that's that's what we're aiming to do mammoth task but we're without a doubt going to achieve it and we can't wait to take ireland on this massive journey with us a lot of people that we talked to about Junkers Tour, they all come to the same conclusion that we were significantly ahead of our time. Mm. Um, and that's even thinking now that we're in year 10, you know, like, and you're seeing amazing companies like retail companies in particular, the likes of Farfetch, you know, and they're only announcing sustainable goals now, mm. 10 years from now. But whereas we're 10 years in already and we're already making that difference. And I think going back to what Katie was saying there in terms of being able to tell the stories and, you know, how kids have educated themselves throughout the process but how they've also found like an entrepreneurial factor through the process in terms of marketing their designs but then you go back even to, to the core of it the, the materials they use why they use the materials how they use the materials how they manipulated the materials and like there's so much in it for uh, in terms of what jumpature is and what it's about is that as you said it is a bit of ahead of its time mm. but now is the perfect time for us now to i suppose be amplifying that internationally globally and getting it out there to a point where it's not just ireland that are getting the experience something so incredible because i think what you'll find you, you look across various markets there's nothing else like it and i think it's coming at a time whenever everybody and i suppose with with companies and with with schools and all they are all adjusting to sustainability policies you know and they are trying to make make sure they're as green as possible they're trying to make sure that they're promoting as as, as good a future as possible for their young people and for their students and I think like the fact that you can factor in something like Junkature into that program and into that thought process as well is something that's going to be hugely attractive and hopefully really, really convertible as well, going, going across all, all these international markets. For all the you know city partnerships and negotiations and all the high profile judges and all the conversations, everyone gets it and when they see all the footage we have of all the Irish participants and what they've created over the last few years, everyone agrees. Mm. And I think they're just they want to get on board with this. They think this is this is the future. This is needed for the future leaders of our countries, future leaders in their communities, their homes, their schools. We have a duty then, if they're listening to us, to influence them. And it's those students that will influence change. If we can take that further beyond Ireland and to influence, have this positive effect and empower more and more students throughout the world, then look at the potential influence we can have on the world in terms of sustainability and finding a sustainable future for our planet. And that's what's very exciting because we're providing them with a creative voice to do that. Yeah, Junkature has created kind of the conversation around being environmentally conscious, thinking how you can reuse things and that, that kind of circular approach. So do you think there is scope for that conversation to be carried across and that students in those countries that you're um, diversifying to will engage in that conversation? Yeah, 100%. And I think it doesn't matter where you are from in the world, it doesn't matter what age you are, these students are the future and every student wants to make a change. Um, they know what's happening in the world of climate change and climate action and sustainability. They all are thinking about their future and they all want to help. And what better way to do that than through creativity? But it's the research that goes behind that material and the inspiration of where those materials come from that just blows our mind. Honestly, the stories behind the designs, it takes hours and hours to do the research to tell us why they've chosen this material. And that might be, you know, 
plastic bags being washed up on a beach and or it could be you know myself my orange peel dress it was because of the fashion industry how it's the second most polluting industry in the world and I wanted to recreate a leather a type of leather textile that could be used in the fashion industry and you know I was 15 or 16 at the time with my two friends and you know I, I know a lot more about the industry now but it, that junkature got us thinking about that it was only Junkature that did it. It wasn't being taught in schools at the time when I was there. I just think it's a fantastic way to get people thinking about it and making the change. And like I said, they're the future leaders in the world. And if we can influence them, they'll influence others too. Yeah. And like Junkature is the catalyst nearly for them to get themselves in that mindset to think about it, like, isn't it really? The thing about that as well is that in a world where influencers are so prominent, like across social media and everything else, what Junkature presents as a, as a platform for kids to influence each other you know for for them to set trends and for them to you know become the tastemakers and i think that's so important as well is that you're taking that you're taking that element of you know having to scroll through your phone and look at all these photoshopped images and you know perfect lives and everything else and instead what you're saying is that you know well i'll go on and see what someone my age is doing in paris or i'll go on and see what mm-hmm. someone my age is doing in new york and what they're creating and then take inspiration from each other and i think that's so important is that you know, you, there's such a there's such a mass of talent out there, but there's such a mass of creativity out there too that goes untapped because there's no platform. That's what we're trying to do. Like we're just trying to bridge that gap. And as Katie said, like some of the stuff that comes out of Junkature is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. It's it's incredible. <laughs> like, and I suppose me calling it stuff doesn't do it justice because it's not stuff. It's brilliance. Like it's. It's, it's sheer uniqueness and I, I think it's something that we really, really can't wait to showcase to the world mm. as well as over the next few years and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. And judging on how far you've come in the last 10 years, where do you think you could see yourselves maybe in the next 10 years? World domination, truly. <laughs> we see one in seven people around the world knowing what Junkature is. That was what our aim was in Ireland starting all those years ago. We said one in seven people will know what Junkature is. We've hit that goal and now we're moving on to the biggest goal of all, to enrich and empower the lives of a billion young people through creativity and sustainability. And I know it's a mouthful to say, but I think we are totally invested in this. We see the bigger picture of Junkature and that's what we want to achieve. Definitely, yeah. It's onwards and upwards. That's the only way. Thank you so very much for listening to this week's podcast installment of Limelight. You can watch the Junkajora Grand Final this Thursday, the 4th of February at 7pm on RT2. You can find out more about the Junkajora initiative at junkajora.com or by checking in on their Instagram, at Junkajora. To stay in the loop with all our Limelight happenings, you can follow along at DCU Limelight to keep up with all our latest cultured content.